with KSOM and KS95 News. Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson, 26 degrees, 52 the high today, 34 the low tonight, 60 on Thursday, low 34. Mid-50s, the high on Friday, low 30 degrees, and Saturday, 39, low 18. There is a 25% chance for some snow on Saturday, 38 Sunday, low 21. A Red Oak man faces theft charges. Police arrested 26-year-old Dylan Cole Baldwin Tuesday evening in the 200 block of West 5th Street for third-degree theft. Officers transported Baldwin to the Montgomery County Jail and held him on a $2,000 cash bond. A body cam footage is released from a Fort Dodge officer who helped a woman from a dog attack. The policeman shot and killed multiple dogs, saving a woman's life. She's still at the hospital receiving treatment in which her family says both legs were amputated from her knees. The Webster County attorney says no charges are getting filed because the dogs were properly secured and did not pose danger before the attack. A GoFundMe has been created for the woman and has raised over $25,000. Iowa U.S. Senator Joni Ernst exposing that after almost four years post-COVID-19 that temporarily closed the federal office building said not a single government agency is occupying even half their office space and called on Biden's bureaucrats to bring federal workers back into the agency halls or sell the unused facilities. So COVID temporarily shut down a lot of our agencies here in Washington, D.C., closed all those federal buildings four years ago. But today, not a single agency has an occupancy rate of even 50%. That's abysmal. As taxpayers pick up the cost of vacant offices, Ernst unveiled a naughty list of these no-show federal agencies topped by the Department of Housing and Urban Development and the Social Security Administration, both housing just 7% of their space. COVID's been over for years. Where are the workers? And if we're not going to uh, fill up, we're not going to go actually work within these agencies, then maybe we need to get rid of this space. Because it does cost a lot to rent these uh, buildings in Washington, D.C. or own them. So if we're not going to bring workers back, folks, let's get rid of this space. It's costing our taxpayers a lot of money. In August, the center demanded an investigation to 24 federal departments and agencies to determine the impact of telework on the delivery and response times of services. Following her advocacy, the General Services Administration Inspector General responded to a request and is considering an audit to examine whether GSA has appropriately evaluated its physical space needs and utilization. A few months later, the GSA announced it would downsize 3.5 million square feet of federal buildings, saving taxpayers over $1 billion. Now, Ernst also increased accountability for federal telework abuse by passing an amendment to hold the Biden administration accountable for the cost to taxpayers and the impact on services from continued remote work by Washington bureaucrats. A group of firefighters are developing a Guthrie County First Responders Association. Now, Levi Johnson, a spokesman for the association, says the main goal is to allow firefighters to respond to medical calls, boost EMS, and provide general patient care throughout Guthrie County. A brief example would be if um, City Guthrie Center gets a medical call, they would pay Guthrie Center Fire Department along with um, currently outside of Panora Ambulance, um, no matter how that is. Um, for anywhere in the county, that fire department would be paged to help do things like, you know, bandaging wounds, start CPR, 
just give them that initial patient care, first line BLS care until a transporting unit arrives. Levi Johnson uh, says initially it would be a challenge to spark interest and get the association up. One of the ways they can draw interest is in the association is by holding a free EMT class next spring. How it's planned right now would be completely free of cost um, to the, the students in the class, which is unheard of. So there are some good things coming. And the goal is to partner with DMAC to put on these classrooms annually. Currently, there is enough funding for 15 EMT students. The group is in the process of becoming a 501c3 nonprofit to continue to fundraise. Kind of a two-pronged approach that the county's working on, um, the countywide EMS system and how that's all playing out for transport. Uh, but as we've talked many times, the only way to actually fix the problem is to have some first response locally. Um, and we feel like this is a good opportunity to grow those local responders. And he says they currently have seven firefighters signed up for the EMT class. The class is 60 hours in the classroom and 60 more hours of on-the-ground training. Johnson says the hope is to use all local paramedics to teach the skills. There will be five different places to take the class throughout the county. Cask engineer Trent Walken says with the window of nice weather coming up, crews will begin pouring bridge number 319 over Indian Creek on G30 today. Sounds like we have at least 72 hours of good weather um, with lows above freezing, so it's kind of exactly what we're looking for. So we're, yeah, we're going to pour tomorrow. It's about 290 yards. Wait for the weather to warm up enough, and we have enough sunlight to get it done. Um, but we will have we will have light towers and everything. It'll be protected. We'll have some burlap straw and. Uh, and Polly on it. So, Walken appearing yesterday at the Board of Supervisors meeting. He said that should get them into finishing the rails and on the road to finishing this project. Montgomery County Board of Supervisors turned down adding YouTube to its streaming program. The agenda item died due to a lack of a motion. Montgomery County Auditor Jill Azuna says the stream would no longer be on the county's cloud and would be transferred to YouTube. However, Supervisor Donna Robinson's concern was adding another layer of software. And Supervisor Mark Peterson stated that adding YouTube doesn't save money. And if there is a chance, it will cost more and add another uh, layer of software. He was not in favor. Speaking for the board, Donna Robinson feels they do an excellent job of getting the meetings out to the public via Zoom. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is coming up.